Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 and also Gloucester Park Friday night. And uh, what a big night tonight. See some of the the absolute superstars coming back, including uh, Magnificent Storm, not only one of the most promising horses in WA, but I dare I say it, Australia. I think he's uh, absolutely as good a horse uh, there is emanating out of harness racing. And we've got some stars coming through as well on the East Coast, so... Great to have him back to the track and, and a great John Higgins Memorial Final. It's always a great race, these uh, horses that are coming through and, and uh, going to go through to the next level. So uh, big night at, uh, at uh, headquarters tonight. We'll uh, deep dive into a few of our races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill and Ben Cray in Darwin. We'll catch up with uh, BK. Hopefully he's on the line and we can catch up with him, but uh, no doubt he's enjoying that Darwin hospitality and got out of New South Wales just in time yes. without uh, quarantine. But... A big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Uh, morning, Michael. Good to be here as always. Uh, big night at GP tonight, like you said. Really looking forward to the return of Magnificent Storm. Yeah. He is just a beast of a, of a horse and, you know, people love to come and watch great horses. So looking forward to his return. Uh, great night last Friday night at GP. Our man Bomber got a couple of winners yeah. and BK went three from three, which yes. was good. Like I said, the John Higgins, very even race. So uh, looking forward to that big clash tonight. Devastating news during the week with uh, Shockwave. That yeah. really was uh, really, really was a big blow for WA Harness Racing. People love to come and watch the good... You know, Chicago Bull, you can go back years and, and, and Magnificent Storm recently. You know, people love to come and watch those horses. So yeah. fingers crossed it's... Um, we spoke to Kev during the week, uh, Kevin Jevons, and obviously he's very disappointed because he's had a few issues over the over the time with Shockwave. Um, but yeah, it's, he looked like he was just going to go to that next level and just dominate. But um, hopefully he comes back and, and and we see him. Hope so. He would have certainly been scaring some of the eastern states' horses from coming across. That's for sure. How well uh, Nathan Turvey and Emily Savelko going? What a combination. Treble to uh, Nathan on Monday and four to Emily. So that was just an outstanding effort. Now, Michael, I'm talking through my pocket here. Yeah. Did you watch race one at Pinjarra on Monday? No, I watched the replay. Right. I did see it. So there you go. Yep. Um, now, I thought the outside horse had won. Did you have a view on which oh, one you thought won? I thought outside won. Yep. Um, it was very close, though. It was. But yeah. should we be racing without a um, an official camera person on track. We don't race without a, an ambulance, which is fair enough, and you, you get that. But should we – I mean, people wager on this. Well, What's yeah. Well, technically the judge should be in charge, and the ju- it comes back to the judge's decision, and the photo finish is a tool for the judge. Right. So, so the judge has the final say no matter what, what yep. happens. Um, the, 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 they could have they, they waited. There, there is an issue with Pinjaro not having lights in the, the shorter days, but you can also make up time during the day and you might have to go on Sky yeah. 2 for one or two races or whatever. I, I, I think they probably should have done that. Um, but the other thing is having redundancy. So at, at Gloucester Park, I'm not too sure how it works at Pinjaro. Our judges run the photo finish mm-hmm. and they can all operate it. 
Right. They take they take turns. So I mean, it, it could come back to training as well, and and that should be that should be statewide as well. That, I mean, yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. And I know Ra was looking into having a a judge their own putting their own judge, so it's it's fairly um, consistent across the tracks. But they've got to know how to how to use the equipment. Um, and I'm not too sure. I, I think it might have been a railway judge actually at Pinjarra. Right. Okay. Well, as you said, I'm yeah. I'm just talking from my pocket. No, no. Yeah. But, you know, when people are, but when people are betting on uh, races. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, you're entitled to it. We've got to get it right. I still think it won, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Not when I checked my uh, Tab Touch account, I realised I had less in there than before I put the bet on. But anyway, yeah. uh, really looking forward to uh, having a chat with our guest this morning. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. It's, all right, let's uh, go back uh, to uh, the heats of the Higgins Memorial. And one of the favourites is uh, Typhoon Banner, who's come up with Barrier 4. He's up against Sia Wright, who's drawn one for Team Bond. But Typhoon Banner, he's uh, an exciting horse coming through for, for one of the, the best young trainers and drivers in the business in Dylan Engine and Green. Let's go back to uh, his first up win in the heat of the Higgins Memorial. At the turn, Typhoon Banner a length. Ginger's Jet on the outside of Sir Nicholas and out wider is Diamond Dove as they straighten. Typhoon Banner leading. Sir Nicholas to the inside. Typhoon Banner over Sir Nicholas. Ginger's Jet, Diamond Dub, Batavia Silverline. Typhoon Banner really making him work as Sir Nicholas in the closing stages, but he pulls out enough to lead just about all the way. Typhoon Banner from Sir Nicholas. He was a bit of odds at a 104 Typhoon Banner, but he got the job done down at Bunbury, and he goes into tonight's Higgins Memorial as one of the real uh, chances and uh, a great privilege for us to, to talk to his owner and one of the most successful owners in WA Harness Racing in Rob Tomlinson. Uh, Rob, welcome to the show, and uh, good morning to you. Uh, morning, gents. How are you? Yeah, really good. And um, this horse, Typhoon Banner, he, he looks to have uh, plenty of ability and, and is right in this Higgins Memorial final tonight. Yeah, the, he, he definitely has a lot of ability. We um, we've had that had quite a few from that family. His um, cycling banner was his full brother, um, obviously. So, and now a group of his own, the mayor. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what he can do tonight. But also, we own Old Engine, so and he's not no slouch. So um, I think it's going to be a really good Higgins. It looks certainly looks like being a very um, very even Higgins, and you've got some really good chances there and. I guess you've got another outstanding uh, chance uh, coming up tonight as well, and a horse uh, by the name of Magnificent Storm. Must be pretty excited to see him back on track, Rob. Oh, yeah, very excited to see him back. I'm sure all the owners will be happy to see him back. It's taken a, uh, we gave him a really, really good break because um, he needed it, um, but he's come back in really, really good order. Whatever he does tonight, obviously, he'll improve vastly on, but, um, yeah, really happy to see him back at the track and looking forward to seeing him go around. He was, um, you know, he, he racked up a, a picket fence when he came across, but um, originally uh, I think he had one start in New Zealand and he ran a ninth, uh, and then uh, you knocked back an offer for him originally to, to buy the horse? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, they, they wanted a certain amount of money for him and I'm not sure whether it was brave or silly, but um, Ray and I spoke and we spoke with our agent. We said, look, we, we just don't believe he's worth that at this point. Um, so we put an offer in and they said, look, we're not going to accept that. We've got someone else who will buy the horse for more money. So we said, that's fair enough. And we sort of left it at that. And then two weeks later, we got a phone call saying, if you're still interested, we're going to accept your offer. So 
we gladly took that took that up. So I'm not sure whether we were brave or stupid, but anyway. We ended up well, well, Ray almost took credit for well the blame uh, when we interviewed him on the show. He said, uh, he said uh, it was it was my pressure to sort of say no, I don't, I don't want to spend that much money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very conservative, Ray. Yep. But it's certainly a decision that's um, that's paid off uh, in spades, and you know he's certainly just one of the the up and coming stars of the future. And uh, you know I've read some read some articles, and Rob over the journey you've had some outstanding paces but um you rate this bloke as the best pacer you've you know potentially owned oh i think so i mean i've, I've been very lucky with with my horses charles a fine precious deal in my lord i've just had a host of good horses but this bloke just seems to have a little bit of an x factor and i don't think even this campaign i don't think you'll see he's the best of me i think he's got another another level after this campaign for him you know what i mean but um Definitely, definitely, I think he's going to be probably the best one I've owned yet. Oh, that's a very big statement. Like I said, Precious Dillon, he was certainly one of my favourites. 27 yeah. wins from 67. Uh, Pacific Warrior Shardens flying Mahia Lord, 2006 yeah. Pacing Cup. And just to top off the night, I think you won the Pacing Cup consolation with Asian Paradise, I think. We did, right? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, we did, yeah. It was a it was normal a big period night. for us when... Yeah, it was an enormous period when Grant was training and we had a lot of success and, and, and a lot of fun. It was, a, it was really good. We enjoyed ourselves, but, um, yeah, it's been fantastic. Well, you, you've had a great association with the Williams family, first with Grant training for you, and then he went to the, the Thoroughbreds and Ray's taken over the, the bulk of the, the, the imported horses, I suppose, that Ray sort of gets. And is, yep. is, he a different, is he a different type of trainer to Grant? Do you, is it a different relationship or is it just pretty much... Business as usual. Uh, he's like his dad to me, really. Um, yeah. That, that oh, the Williams family is my family. You know what I mean? So they're amazing. But yeah, different trainer. Um, don't don't worry. We've got. You can see where Grant gets his attitude from. There's no doubt about it. But <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's his way, and that's what's happening. And um, they train different, but they they also have, uh, communicate together and stuff like that. So if you if you went to have a look at where Ray trains his horse, you'd be actually quite amazed on on what he does. It's actually worth worth the effort to go and have a look at the, you know at that at that track on that pipeline heading to Calgary. It's uh, actually quite amazing. Oh, it certainly uh, certainly w- w- works uh, for him. And y- you talk about your partnership with with the Williams and uh, Grant, you know, as a trainer and driver. But going back in the early days, you you, you there was. Three. There was Richard Tong who did all the, um, you know, kind of the selecting of the horses, and then you were syndicating and and Grant training and driving. That was a that was a, a really really successful period for you, Robin. Must have been a lot of fun to to be part of that whole process with those uh, other people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I came from I'm a third generation hunter, so my grandfather was a farrier and trained, and my dad trained, but only the Look, we didn't have great horses, you know what I mean? So we weren't, weren't that successful. And um, I actually trained myself for a little while, but just messed around with the horses that weren't that great. But once Grant taught me what good horses were and that you don't hold on to bad ones, um, it, uh, it sort of changed for me. And, and they've been a great influence on what I do now and how we how we move forward and what we, how we buy horses, and which has just been amazing. And to, even to this day, we, 
I mean, we betted another one yesterday from New Zealand. And yeah, he's still hunting and looking and trying to find us value for money, which is fantastic. And now, not only uh, does Ray train you, but you, you've got a couple of younger guys coming through training for you, so you're, you're sharing the horses around, and, and they're doing a great job for you as well. Young Aidan De Campo, <laughs> I don't think there's a better trainer going around at the moment than, than Aidan. Uh, I think he's, what, he win three of the three group ones with two-year-olds this year and all different horses, including one of yours, yep. Rob. And, 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 and also you've got Dylan Edgerton Green uh, training and driving a couple for you. But th- the job that Aidan's done for you in particular has just been outstanding. Absolutely amazing. He's done a great job. I mean, to take over the stables from his dad, you know what I mean, and continue and have the success he's had, I think he's done a great job. And, you know, hopefully he can continue to do that. We've got about, between Dylan and Aidan, I think it's about eight or nine two-year-olds for next year. So we're really looking forward to seeing what they can do. And, um, yeah, and hopefully they can come up with it again. But, yeah, they've done a great job, both the boys. Um, really appreciate what they're doing. So your passion for harness racing, uh, Rob, you know, see you every day, every year there at the sales and investing and, you know, getting other people in and getting them all, you know, part of uh, harness racing. It just must be one of your, one of your biggest passions in life. No doubt. I'm a tragic. I'll be there till the end. Hopefully that never comes, but um, yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could go a day without without my horses, you know. I love getting up in the morning and feeding, feeding my babies and watching them run around. And then I love to go to the trots and, and see what they can do and, and watch their growth. So, yeah, um, I am, and I love harness racing. I think it's fantastic. Best sport in the world for me. So, and I love my footy, but I just love my harness racing. So, so do, do the babies come to your place out of the sales, Rob, or do they go to the trainers? Where, how, how do you set it up out, out of the, out of the um, sales? Um, so the ones that I breed myself and... This year, I'll breed probably seven or eight mares myself. Um, the one, those ones go to Donald Harper to be broken in, and he breaks the, those ones in. The sales horses um, will go to the boys. So this year, we, we split them down the middle. Um, Dylan got half, and um, Aiden got half. Um, and we had one from New Zealand, which is a half-brother to... Um, you're so fine. Is that the one that Hawley bought? Yep. Uh, yeah, just recently. Yeah. Half. It was an American ideal cult. So that, that one went to Dylan. But um, they'll go to the trainers and then they'll come back to me and all their business done at home. I'll feed them at home. I'll look after them at home. Now I'll send them back to the boys. Yeah. Excellent. No, it's. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm like you, Rob. Harness racing tra- uh, tragic. And it's. Uh, you, you know, you can hear the passion in your voice and. But, you know the the whole you've you've been through the whole process of uh, as you say selecting and and doing all that and uh, just just looking at the uh, the sales over the last few years is there is there any that you've uh, that you you know had a look at and think this one could be um, could be a pretty nice two year old or, or one coming up next year? Um, look, to be honest, I don't really get involved with them too much at this point. Like I just leave them to the boys and. And we'll worry about them when they trial, or I'll worry about them when they trial. I try not to get too excited, otherwise you're annoying them every day, going, oh, how's it going? Or, you know what I mean? So I just sort of leave it with them and, and let them do what they've got to do, and, and I can't change what the horses are. Um, I trust that they're doing their best for me, and I think they are. So we'll just see where they are after trials, and hopefully there's one in there. 
Um, but I think we bought some nice types this year. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what they do. No, that's uh, that's fantastic. And there was one thing you said earlier on which I th- think is just fantastic, and that is that uh, Grant taught you not so much about how to how to buy them, but when you need to move them on. And as you know, Rob, that's probably the most important thing in Which is uh, what Kim Furness taught you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's the most important thing in, in harness racing is uh, knowing yep. when it's time to move them on. So, uh, no, that was yeah. uh, was fantastic and uh, enjoyed the, enjoyed chatting. Yeah, well, we've got Magnificent Storm in tonight, Rob, which we're all looking forward to seeing back. And, and you've got those two runners in the Higgins Memorial. Have you got, do you think uh, one's more favoured out of the other? Typhoon Banner or Alter Engine? Both got a lot of ability. Um, and, and the barrier draws, it's 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 a bit interesting as well. Typhoon Banner's probably going to have to push forward, whereas Alter Engine's probably going to have to be driven for a little bit more luck. Yeah, yeah, it looks that way. It looks like Fia um, Wright will probably control the race, but... Um, yeah, both the horses have trained on really well. The boys are really, really happy with them, so I'm sure they'll drive them accordingly and, um, and give them their best opportunities. So, yeah, maybe Typhoon Banner looks probably the one from the draw that's um, uh, rather than older engine, but older engines come back in great style. It's like, yeah, I think Aiden kicking selfie just under drove him last week, um, but, you know, he's come back in great order. So really looking forward to what both those horses have got in their future. Beautiful. Rob, thanks for talking to us today. It's been a, a real um, treat to, to have a chat. It's been been uh, great chatting to you and good luck tonight. Hopefully we see you on the track uh, in the winner's circle a couple of times. Uh, great. Yep, hopefully you do and um, good luck to you guys with your horses too. Thanks, Rob Tomlinson there. And there's not too many more successful owners going around than, oh, than absolutely. Rob. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. No, he's had some. he's really had some wonderful horses over the journey and it was really interesting uh, talking to him and yeah. you know who he, who he deals with and, and the process that, that they go around and he you know breeds horses as well and uh, it's, yeah, breeds, it's been great. supports the sales, buys New Zealand horses yeah. to come in and increase the population, it's it's a bit of everything. Which and gets people involved in the sport and that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. Love his passion, like he said, he's a harness racing tragic, greatest sport in the yeah. world. And I agree 100 percent with yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, I think we're all in the same boat there. But it's, it's it was great to talk to Rob this morning. As we had on the break, uh, this filly is uh, being she was she uh, drew the outside blackjack baby last week. It was our first bet with uh, Bomber last week, and once she crossed, it was a pretty easy ride all after over. that. As we had on the break, that's uh, relive blackjack baby winning the first race last week at Gloucester Park. In front, Blackjack Baby leads a metre. Two captains, Beach Babe second. Struggling to get to the leader, Blackjack Baby, who got about three metres in front. In third place is our star, Billing, and then came Shakira Blue. Jolene not in the race. Star for me gets up on the inside. 27-9 the third quarter. Blackjack Baby doing it well, looked home. Shot away from captains, Beach Babe struggling to hold second. Getting up is on the inside. Uh, our star, Billing, runs to second. Battling away, captains, Beach Babe. Then star for me, but Blackjack Baby's going to walk in one by eight metres, second home, our star billing. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 
It's Minstrel awaiting instructions, fighting on well. And they're well clear of the rest of the field. Nearest green. And also Better Copper Good Run getting to the outside with Hit the Sky. Around the turn, though. And Minstrel has quickly raced up on the outside and shot to the front from awaiting instructions. It's going to be too classy, Minstrel. Coming away, Hit the Sky gets into third place. A much improved run. But Minstrel in a 27-8 third quarter. Raced home to win it well from awaiting instructions and Hit the Sky. And then came Nearest Green. Yeah, that was Minstrel in the Botra Cup, and uh, he made light work of his back mark. He, of course, beat Magnificent Storm in the Golden Nugget, the Retrovision Golden Nugget. And he uh, did. And uh, he when, did. When uh, <clears throat> Magnificent Storm last was in work, so uh, two of the, the big guns back and firing, or hopefully firing tonight uh, in successive weeks. The, this segment brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda. Mort's Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads, you know that. Over 50 years um, of Mazda in, in Bayswater. They are just a magnificent car, Michael. Yeah. I know I Great say it every week, car. but they are just beautiful to drive, nice and quiet. Yeah, reliable. Yeah. Great and looking cars. comfortable. Yeah. All right, let's welcome in our man, Scott Bomber-Hill. Not a bad week uh, last week, Bomber. Uh, a couple of winners in there, including Blackjack Baby, which was... Well, we got the Eva Money, and it was an armchair ride at Eva Money. I think she firmed into about $1.10 after she found the front. <laughs> Yeah, she was dominant. She deserved that one. She was very unlucky at Pinjarra when carried the puncher for a thousand litres. But uh, yeah, with the uh, tyres pumped up there last week in front, she was far too good. Yeah, she yeah, certainly was. Uh, this week we got a nine race card. The first is at five twenty-four WA time, and uh, we got to look at uh, the usual four races. Let's start off at race number two, the Retrovision Pace. Our good supporters at Retrovision. And uh, let's have a look at the Tab Touch market. Tab Touch is the brand that funds the industry. Can I get more plugs in, Vorts? Oh, <laughs> Just keep, in a row. Keep going there, uh, <laughs> in a row. Anyway, Gloucester Park tonight. Uh, we've got Christmas in July. Number one is Caveman. He's a short price favourite. $1.30 to $1.28. The horse is at $23. Carrera Mac, 18s into 11 Who's Who in the Zoo at 23? Our sequel at 23. You can scratch number six, Crocodile Kid. Seven, Major Strike, 26. Pierre Whippy at 23. And Regal Chevelle, uh, Regal Chevelle at $91. Then we got the inside the back line. We have Rebel with, a, uh, Rebel with a Grin at $13. Tri-Royal Brigade at $9. And Vespa at 15 Bomber, short price favourite, drawn the one caveman who's in really good form. Which way are we going? Yeah, well, as much as I think he's an absolute moral, I think the horse following him through Rebel with a Grin is as good a, ch a, a prospect to actually run a place. Uh, and we're copping around the even money. Um, two dollar tap touch. Yeah. Um, he's flying this horse when able to follow. He, he wasn't so good when in front a couple of starts back, but every time he's followed a helmet this campaign, he's, he's held it and been really, really strong to the line. And I think he'll do exactly that with Caveman here. Caveman will pinch a quarter or two. There's no, that doesn't look to be any real pressure. And uh, I think he'll just stack and rack and then dash home. And that gives Rebel with a grin a chance to poke through on the inside with nothing sort of hurtling down the outside. So really, really keen. He runs a place in this. Just looking at the last word, thanks to Tim Walker from uh, our good friends at Tab Radio. Mike Reed on Caveman. He should lead. Whatever beats him should win the race. And Ryan Bell, rebel with a grin. I hope he's uh, a bit better than his uh, comments here. Perfectly drawn for him to run top five. We need your top three, Ryan. He's actually working well, place chance. Michael Young, Vespa, looks a suitable race. He can, if he can get some luck, should be steaming home 
What's our stake and plan in race two, number 10, Bomber? Yeah, well, like I said, I'm, you know, I think he's as good a chance as Caveman. Caveman's $1.30. We're copping $2. I'm really happy to have a three-unit bet to place. So, yeah, I just can't see how he misses, to be honest. Beautiful. Good work. Great way to start the night with uh, a three-unit place bet in race number two. Right, the next race we're going to have a look at is race number three, the pacing in pink over the 25 at 36 metres, and we have Crewtown rip-roaring at $23, Henwood Bay at three eighty, Medieval Man at two ninety and favourite, Queen Shenandoah at $5, Lightning Jolt at 61 Bracken Sky at three forty, Quick Stride 31 Jesse Allwood at 91 and Will I Rock and Roll 26 The only horse on the back line is Rock and Roll Whippy at $31. Bomber, which way are we going here? Pass dropper here in uh, Bracken Sky. He gets back into a really suitable race, and I actually think he's a massive chance of crossing here from this front straight um, start. He's he's a really, really quick beginner. He's crossed from nine previously down the back straight, and uh, there's some reasonable beginners inside, but nothing particularly lightning. And, uh, yeah, if he crosses, I can't see how they beat him. He's won over the track and trip here previously in front, and, you know, he's, he's certainly no one-trick pony. Even if he doesn't cross, he looks to posse up nice and close, and, and he'll be very, very strong at the end. Denny Roberts uh, on Henwood Bay, expecting him to run a forward race, was flattened for some tough runs. I had a freshen up and felt like a much sharper, sharper horse last start. We'll be positive from the draw. Shannon Savelko on Bracken Sky, racing well each way, and Junior must have uh, been in a good mood. Will I Rock and Roll hasn't drawn inside six his last eight starts. The computer obviously hates him, place chance. <laughs> And I see our friend must have used the dartboard last night to get these prices up on the website. So what's our staking plan? Race three, number six. Bomber? Yeah, massive class drop for Bracken Sky. I, I just think he, he'll be dominant tonight. I, and particularly if he finds a front, no, no way they can beat him. But uh, like I say, he's no one-trick pony, so more than happy to have a two-unit bet at the price. Bracken Sky, two-unit. You're on fire today, Morts. Absolutely. You want to, I'm going to show you this in, yeah. in the break. Uh, now, Dartboard before we go to the break, Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. We mentioned it before, RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. 60th anniversary birthday party. Great supporters of us. Goodbye, July sale on oh. now. Don't miss out. Get in store. And listen, just tell the people in the stores that you listen to our our show, your yeah. Harness Racing Tragics, I'll and they will it. make sure that you get the red carpet. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I get the emails now as well. I've oh. been looking at the, the Lenovo computers that are on special. You are I'm in tune. It. I'm onto it. All right, let's go to the break. You mentioned also before how good the team of um, Nathan Turvey and um, Emily Savalco is going, and that uh, Nathan's taken over the training of uh, Son of a Tiger, and it was really good on Friday sure night. As we go to the break, let's listen to the... Uh, the unstoppable combination of Nathan and Emily with Son of a Tiger. Son of a Tiger's off the inside strongly now, looking very threatening. Son of a Tiger has raced up to Tyler Breton, shot to the front, and is looking really good. In third place, there you go, inside of Bracken Sky, then Willow Rock and Roll, but Son of a Tiger has raced away second up for the uh, master trainer, Nathan Turvey, racing away. Bracken Sky runs to second, and then came Tyler Brett. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track.
So it's Gambit leading two metres, trying hard as Howard Hughes. And then came our sequel, followed by Vespa, who's a chance to run third, I'd say, as they corner. Gambit is clear on the bend, though, from Howard Hughes. Oh, Howard Hughes has galloped again. He's done it again. Our sequel running second, going to third now. Vespa might get up and run second. And then Pierre Whitby into the clear, running on as well. But Gambit is well clear. Our sequel trying to fight on. Vespa getting to him. And then came Pierre Whitby. But a brilliant win to Gambit. And Gambit raced home to win easily. Second home, Vespa. Third hour sequel. And fourth, Pierre Whitby from crack at the crack. And then euphoric moment and Walsh. He looks a nice horse, Gambit, and continues on his way since joining the Gary Hall Senior Stable. And uh, that was a, a nice effort, obviously, with uh, Howard Hughes galloping. It made it uh, much easier. But Galloping again, you mean? Again. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he looks a nice horse, Gambit. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockists nationwide, and they are the best work boot. They are Australia's leading supplier of work boots. Whatever your trade, we've got the boots. Just ask our good friend and good sponsor of yeah. um, Sport in Arnest general. Racing Gant. Sport in general, they just re-signed out there at uh, Steel Blue Oval again. So, They're all over Fox Sports. Yep. When I'm watching NRL 360, they're always up there. Anyway. That's great. He's a great great supporter and uh, great to have him part of our program here on SEN 657. Let's have a look at the next race we're going to have a look at with Scott uh, Hill. And it is race number seven, the etch coating pace over the 21.30 metres. And we'll have a look at the tab touch market here. And we have... Free to wear at thirteen dollars. Uh, Space Junk is two ninety to two forty in favourite. Two and a half Tigers thirty four. Bad Round at ninety one. The Black Cardinal at eleven. Adventure Dream forty one. Walsh twenty three. CC Chevron ninety one. Max Gold rounds out the front line at twenty one dollars. Then on the back line we have Miss Camouflage at ninety one dollars. Robbie Easton three ten into two ninety. And then we have the Watchmaker at four forty. Bomber race number seven. Which way are we going? Yeah, one of the bit of value here in the Black Cardinal. He was he was very unlucky here last week when he was in the one one and got dragged back by a tiring horse. And you know he would have won last week without doubt, without that interference. And uh, tonight I think I give him a sneaky chance of actually crossing these at the start. And even if he doesn't, he's going to land nice and close. He's you know, he's got a very aggressive driver who knows how to rate them in front, and he should be able to pinch a quarter or two if he can land the front. But uh, like I said, he's been racing really well from back in the field anyway, so he's going to be close enough at the odds for us to have a little play on him, I think. Just looking at the last word, but before we get to race seven, I think um, Junior must have been on the sarsaparilla last night because uh, race four, Gary Hall Junior on Talker Up will be doing well to keep up. <laughs> Obviously, doesn't rate that one too much. But in race seven, uh, Christopher Voke on Space Junk. He gets a race to lead and win. Kyle Harper on the Black Cardinal run of the race last week. And without interference, he was the winner. Can win. And Michael Young, Robbie Easton, first run for me. Working exceptionally. Looks a suitable race. So, Bomber, race number seven, horse number five, the Black Cardinal. Nice odds, $11. What's the staking plan here? Yeah, he's a one-unit play. I am really, really concerned about uh, Robbie Easton from the back here. If he finds his best form, he'll just be winning. But as we know, he's uh, been out of form for a long time. But change of stable could do the trick. But, yeah, the Black Cardinal, one unit. All right, and the final race we're going to look at today is race number eight. It is the Bridge Bar Open at GP every AFL game. Phillies and Mayors pace, and what a great uh, 
place to spend your pre-game at uh, if you're going up to Stadium, Morts. I was going to say, have great food, plenty to drink. Yep. Responsibly. Responsibly. Tab touch, big screen TVs, have a bet. Great place to be. Yep, it's, uh, there's none better. Just a little walk over the bridge and you're, you're right there. 21.30 metres is uh, the distance. And as we have a look at the tab touch market, we've got uh, My Prayer at $21. Block George at 31 Smooth Rye at, th- at $13. Radiant Amber for Ryan Bell at $7. Better Get It On, two ninety into two forty. Blissful Abbey at 23, Mini Mine Yet at 19, Just Make My Diamonds at 71, Mandy Joan on the outside of the front line at 4.20, and Alice Kay at $4 on the back line. And uh, Bomber, race number eight. Looks an interesting race. Which way are we going? Yeah, I'm with the leader here in Radiant Amber. She'll, she'll cross to the front. She's a very, very fast beginner. And uh, last time she handed up to the classy 55 Reborn, um, and they went a little bit too quick for her in that race. But I think she might cop a little bit of early pressure from Better Get It On. But, you know, I'd be surprised if she handed over and uh, she'll give us a cheeky little uh, little look in front, uh, especially if she does keep uh, Better Get It On to her outside. If she hands over, going to be a lot more difficult. But, uh, yeah... Just at the odds, I thought she was um, she's going really well. This horse and give us a good give us a good little look in front. In the last word, Ryan Bell on Raiding Tamba. She will cross. Looks a similar field this week, but it's slightly easier. There doesn't look to be a breeze horse. And Justin Prentice better get it on. Going well. Unlucky last start. Unlucky. Still looking for a run. <laughs> I think uh, each way this uh, each way with luck this week. So so he's real confident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Justin, that is. Um, so race eight, number four, Radiant Amber. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yes, yeah, she's a one-unit bet as well. Like I said, just yeah, you know, thought she could poke along in front if she can withstand that early challenge. And yeah, the right price to play. She's in. She's in good form. Radiant Amber did beat. Uh, better get it on two starts ago. Absolutely, when it led. Our man Chopper Reed. He does go very well in front. So yeah. um, aggressive driver. Yep, he might be the shake of the head. <laughs> <laughs> seen that a few times. <laughs> love, love the shake of the head. All right, um, <laughs> Bomber. It's a it's a great night. Now Higgins Memorial. Did you did you have a uh, fancy in that? See your rights. A short price favourite. Uh, well, a, a favourite, and then you got Typhoon Banner, um, and also Alter Engine in the race as well. Looks a, a really open race as well. The Higgins Memorial. Did you have one that you thought uh, uh, was might be better chance than others? Yeah, it's certainly an open race. Uh, I, I think the the favourite is Massive Unders, given his current form. He, he probably leads, which is an obvious advantage. But, yeah, at the price, I just, I'll have something small on Rockable. He's come back in really good fashion, this horse. And, yeah, I, I just can't take the red figures to your right. So, yeah, something around the sort of 7 or $8 Rockable. Yeah, eight fifty on Tab Touch Rockable. And great story as well for... for yeah, you can get Harris. $21 here, uh, right? <laughs> If you can get it for me, have something on. You get twenty-one. Oh, you can get two dollars eighty. See you right here. Yeah. So that's good. Have, have something on if you can grab it. All right, Bomber. Thanks for your time. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks, guys. See you later. He is on fire. Our man Morts. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to the break. And as we go. Uh, Let's go back a week and uh, we're all on Z- Vampiro to finish the quaddy <laughs> and Kiroskiro spoil the party. Here he is, Kiroskiro, winning the free-for-all last week. Vampiro clear from Kiroskiro running second.
Now, too fast, too serious, gets to the outside and starts to charge home. He's coming with a big sprint and blue blazer is right on his back as well as they try to get past Kiraskiro. Coming to the home turn though, Vampiro is clear from Kiraskiro in second place. Then too fast, too serious, boom time, blue blazer. And I'm full of excuses, but in the straight, Vampiro clear. Kiraskiro, boom time, too fast, too serious. He's going to miss a place again, I think. Oh, he's getting tired. Vampiro is clinging on. Kiraskiro is going to make a dive. He grabs Vampiro and a boil over. Kiraskiro has beaten Vampiro. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mortz and Michael Radley on SEN Track. It's turn it up in front. Margin is ahead. Copy that is boring down on him quickly. Dropping into third now. King of Swing. Crunch time fourth. Deeper. Rock and Marty. It's copy that on the outside. Copy that. Racing to turn it up. Crunch time third. King of Swing. Deeper. Copy that on the outside. Puts away. Turn it up. King of Swing down the outside with Rock and Marty. Copy that just in front. King of Swing. Rock and Marty. What a finish. What a finish. Who gets it? Is it King of Swing or copy that? It's going to be a head bobber. Who gets it? It's only going to be a nose if there is a margin. Five. Copy that. Copy that has won it by a nose. Yeah, very close. Inside, always at Albion Park. It's a one track. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad Chris Barsby wasn't down at Pinjarra. Yeah. <laughs> Inside's always at Albion <laughs> Park. It's the only track in Australia. Yeah. But I tell you what, this week, uh, the, the Blacks are fakes on and King of Swing's drawn one. So that uh, probably is... Uh, the the difference in a result, and it won't probably be a nose. And uh, before we go to MMBK, this segment is brought to you by Loans123, Car Loans Debt Consolidation. Who do you see? Uh, the great man, the nude nut, Steve Sell. .com.au, loans123.com.au. And I'm being told, got a phone call from a running camel who listened to our man Brad Hardy who said, you're having lunch with the nude nut. Is uh, that correct? Allegedly, you know, I've... Uh... <laughs> Catching up with uh, the nude nut uh, for a bit of lunch uh, later tonight. So we won't see you at Costa Park tonight. No, No, definitely not. (laughs) All right, let's uh, go to our man BK, who's not in New South Wales. He's got out. He's in Darwin for the big Darwin Cup Carnival, and you're getting up there to acclimatise, are you, BK? I managed to escape before all the borders closed. Um, I've got one over uh, Miss Palachuk, so I got in there before (laughs) the eight closed it and got up here. Much to the, uh, I'll probably to my detriment when I get home. I'm sure the wife will make me pay, but I did manage to get up here a week early, so uh, it's beautiful up here and uh, good drinking weather, as you know. And of course, you've been behaving yourself since you've been there. Always, I like to, uh, I like to behave myself and uh, support the local uh, hotels. If, if G. Radley can't get up there, I'm sure he'll um, be in touch, see if you can host for Sky Channel at some stage. Maybe a couple of fun. I think it's the natural progression from this yeah, show. Yeah, I think you're very similar. Very similar. Like yeah. <laughs> Mate, where, where are we going today? We're at Newcastle and Wagga. We might head to the Riverina first in uh, the town so nice, nice. They named it twice Wagga Wagga. Mate, we had some joy there last week, so let's go back. Um, it looks like we're going with race five here. The the early favourite is number six, Iron Speed, which was first up for uh, Blake and Ellen there last week and managed to get the victory. It has got some gate speed. Number two, Chris Tiara has some speed. Number four can be a pest there, Grin, for a win. I'm going to go with number 10, Ad Fab, at around the $3.30 mark. It looks like um, I think there's a little bit of gate speed here. Like I said, on the front row, and this could play right into this horse's hands. This horse is down in class big time. It was uh, well favoured in a, a lot better race last time. 
went fourth behind Kalara Missile at Drew 1. Grace Fay was uh, driving there. It just got pegged back and back and back on the sprint lane, and it just took, it just had no hope late. Um, it didn't have enough gate speed there. But Peter McRae comes on today. It's a great change of driver there. Um, it's drawn to the back row. It's going to follow through Crystal Tiara, which has got some hope in the race. Um, I think today's the day for AdFab. If it's close enough, it should be good enough. That's race five, number 10, AdFab. And that was Wagga Wagga. Now you got to uh, go to Newcastle now. What have we got at uh, Royal Newcastle? We've got two bets here, and we're going to start with uh, race six, and we're going to start with the place bet. And you know that I like the pegs here. Number nine, roll with any good odds, around $3.50 the place. Bit of speed uh, in this race, and the 2,000 metres will probably suit with some speed. We've got number three, Sunny Town. Number four, I see Spots, Miss Trocadero. They've all got gate speed here. Um, I'm hoping they go pretty hard up front. If Wallaroy Boy number one can can be two pegs, and if we can be three pegs on roll with Annie, I think it's a uh, I think three dollars fifty sounds okay value. Two starts to go. This horse uh, broke through uh, at Newcastle, and then last time it was four back on the pegs, and then he got beat seven and a half metres, and it was getting home fairly well uh, when following the fence around with Jake Hughes on. He's on again tonight. It's placed six from 18 at the distance, so there's no problem with the 2,000 metres. And last week's race was as good, if not uh, a little bit better than here, I think, won by Heavenly Holly. So, um, you know, at the odds again, $3.50 a place for something that's going to be following the pegs around at Newcastle over the longer journey. I'm all over that. Race six, number nine. And then we'll uh, go to race seven, which is my best of the night. Uh, number nine, Rosarito Rock. It's a pretty thin race here, to be honest, and although it's drawn a little bit awkwardly on the second row, inside second row, the 2,000 metres will take care of that. Dan Morgan is in the bike. He's a very patient driver, Dan. I quite like him when he's on this type of horse. This one was down in class massively. Last start, ran 12 metres, six to Giddy Heights. Um, Giddy Heights a bit over 10 in this type of race. Uh, prior to that, uh, it was good enough when only beaten three and a half metres in a similar type race. It's just down in class that it's been lately. Look, it's not the type of horse that smiles for the camera too often. It's two for 32. Um, but I think if ever it's going to break through, it just needs a little bit of luck to get off the fence here at some stage. And I think it's going to be too good. The main danger is probably eight and 10, and they're not drawn overly well either. So I just think down in class and the longer distance will help with race seven, number nine, Rosarito Rock. Beautiful, BK. Mate, enjoy your beautiful Darwin, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Well, I've got the lunch next Thursday, oh, um, hosted yeah. by your brother. So I'll I'll try and be uh, as good as I can next Friday. <laughs> no, just go and be a terrorist. Oh, he, he loves by coming up and talk to him. Just I I did come and say hello to him last week, and he you know he said Benu last time, yeah. very last year. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> That's he, he says the same about me when I go. Greg, it's Michael. <laughs> Who? Your brother? Yeah, you know Tony's brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BK, so, thanks for that, I'll be on my best behaviour. Enjoy the Cup Carnival. It's a great place to be for Darwin, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. It is fantastic if you've never been. It is fantastic. Yeah, no, it is, it is really good. It is really good. My sister got married up for the Cup Carnival in Darwin. It is a, it is a great carnival out there at Fanny Bay. See you, boys. See you, BK. All right, um, what's a uh, big show? Great talking to Robbie Tomlinson today. He was, he was excellent. Um, yeah. As I said, being a real... Harness racing tragic and contributes a lot and uh, had some great horses over the journey. Yep, sure has. Now, a big uh, meeting tonight as we see Robbie's uh, very good horse, Magnificent Storm, coming back, plus uh, a really good edition of the Higgins Memorial once again. That's a first, tough race. Yeah, really tough, really tough. Uh, 5.24 is, um, is the first race. 
and uh, looking forward to getting out there. Morts, uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll do it all again next week, eh? Look forward to it, Rads. All right. Thanks for everyone listening, and until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.